I believe our very lives are a matter of stewardship. The way that we use what we have matters to the one who made us. He intended for us to manage this life and all that comes with it. This is a podcast to connect the dots of all the ways we manage the substance of our lives, from heart work to housework, from relationships to identity, from purpose to desires, wellness, creativity, and everything that makes up our lives. This is a sisterhood centered on Christ. On this podcast, I'll be sharing thoughts and transparent talks on what God is teaching me as I wear these different hats and manage various things just like you do, only differently in my own style for his glory. Listen in. Hey, it's Sharice and you're listening to episode 23 of the Style and Stewardship Podcast. Recently, I was speaking to a friend and um, I don't know if this has happened to you, but you, you're having this conversation and while you're having it, you're thinking, I hope this is coming across, you know, in a way that this person will receive it or um, just, I guess, understand it in their hearts. Because when we talk about what I'm about to talk about, it's on such a deep level that a lot of us don't necessarily know how to articulate it. And that is worth and value. Um, We know what it feels like to not feel worth something or not feel worthy or to not feel valued. At some point in your life, you may have felt this, whether it was you, you didn't feel appreciated or you felt, um, you know, taking advantage of all of these different things and these emotions that, that spring up, the enemy likes to use them to point, point them against our value. And, you know, he does this in in different ways. Some of it has started from the time we were younger, um, because I was just sharing with her and I'm going to share with you. I remember growing up just struggling with um, with value and, and with worthiness and um, the way that I lived my life before Jesus and and now being on the other side and seeing and feeling and knowing um, things that I, I, I that I I was looking for but couldn't even articulate that I was looking for and it was this sense of worth and this sense of value and I'm I've got to tell you it's not something that you know, it's not something that you are just going to miraculously one day feel like, you know, you have some, you have some aha moment about just how, how beautiful and loved and worthy that you are. It it doesn't happen like that. Even after we come to Christ, there's still this war that's going on. Um, and, and that war is identity, that war of, um, of belonging, of being known, of being loved and being seen. And I'm not talking about the people around you that, that love you. And that's great. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the thing where, you know, when you're at your lowest moment, how you feel about yourself, what you think about yourself and the words that enter your thoughts, um, that I know the enemy really, he likes to plant seeds of doubt of who you even are, if you even have value, um, because he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But when I was talking to um, my friend, one of the things that I said to her was, you know, if we don't worship God, we'll worship 
any and everything else. And typically we worship things that we think have value or that other people have deemed are valuable. So when we see people being worshiped, because let's, let's just call it out and let's call it what it is. Our culture likes to, just like every other culture before it, um, will idolize someone, something, some body type, some brand of clothing, some, you know, what, whatever, you know, you can insert whatever that thing is. Um, our human nature does not change in that way. And God, and, and I just told her, I was like, you know, God created us for worship and, and it's literally something that we were created to do. Um, and we can either, and, and God loves us so much, honestly, he gives us the freedom and, and the free will and the choice to choose whatever that may be. Isn't that crazy about God? Like, not that, that not that anything's crazy about God, but when we think about it, you know, the fact that he gives us this free will where we're able to choose, we're even able to not choose him, which many people have done. So we'll look at worthiness basically on, on like almost from a business standpoint, like whatever the market value is on that thing, that becomes the value that we also place on it. But that's crazy because someone else cannot determine another human being cannot determine your value or your worth. And it's something that I think that we struggle with depending on where our identity is. So if our identity is not in Jesus, then it's going to be in other things. And they're going to be in things that other people and other human beings have placed value on. And the problem with this is that it shifts with the market, right? It, 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 it ebbs and it flows. And it's one of those, it, it's the market, you know, it ebbs and it flows depending on what people decide is valuable. That's going to be the market, pr- the market price, you know, or if people decide there's too much of it and there's not enough of a demand for it, then all of a sudden it loses its value. But the value that we have is unmovable, your value, I'm talking to you, your value is unmovable because it's not placed in this world. And and that's the problem when we start idolizing people or we start idolizing situations or we start, you know, we start wanting things based on, and we're willing to, to put ourselves aside or the things that God has told us are, 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 are good and aren't good, um, according to what he has placed the standard on because he is the standard. Then all of a sudden we have this war that happens within us. And some people right now, I'm talking to even believers are having this war within themselves of, you know, living for God, trying to live for God, trying to have a relationship with Jesus. But at the same time, taking the value that the world has placed on things and calling that worthy, you know, and, and, and I'm going to get to it worthy of praise. Worthy of praise. There's so much idolatry and there's like, like, let's talk about that. Why don't, you know, there are a lot of things. It's almost like we've stopped talking about them. Like they've gone away. Um, like idolatry has gone away and it hasn't like sin has gone away and it hasn't, uh, you know what I mean? As though blasphemy has gone away, but it hasn't. Um, and, and God, 
God has not changed his mind on what he has said. God says that I am the Lord and I change not. That's the King James Version. (laughs) But God does not change. And we are, you know, we're in that unmovable, unshakable foundation of Jesus Christ. And the beauty of the fact that our worthiness and our value is not placed in something that is constantly shifting is the fact that guess what? You're in Jesus, you're a new creation. Your worth and value does not shift either. It does not shift if your weight goes up. It does not shift if your hair falls out. It does not shift if you are fighting a disease. It does not shift if someone in real life says that they don't love you. It does not shift if you gain or lose followers. It does not shift <laughs> as you age. It does. You see where I'm going with this? So this is something that, you know, when I was speaking to her, I was just treating in worthiness and how we place worth and value on things that aren't going to be here 10 years from now. We, we place it on these finite, non- eternal things. So I think that it affects so many other things that we attempt to do. It affects how we speak to one another. It affects how we, we love in different relations in, in, in our relationship with our children or with our husband. It, it affects so, so many different things. If we we're looking at worthiness and value based on things that move. So like love, it says that that love endures. It, it it holds no record of wrong. We know what you know what Corinthians says about love, and what's so so hard about us is that we we can be really fickle, and God is not fickle, and there's no. But when we start, we start looking at how we're valued or who we're valued by. We we totally diminish in our own minds, not in reality, but in our own minds of our value, because we start placing it in things. We start placing it in circumstances and we start placing it in people. All of these things shift. We are fickle. You know, we have all of these options around us. You know, I'll take food, for example, I'm a foodie, so let's go there. (laughs) Um, and we'll say, you know, I'll, I'll say it all the time. I'm like, um, I, you know, tomorrow morning, I might not want to eat anything. And then, you know, the next day I want to, you know, I want pancakes and I want turkey bacon and I, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I want some sliced avocado on the side. And, you know, after that, I might want a cookie. You know, we just, I'm using this because it's, it's silly, but the point that I'm getting is that our tastes change, what we want changes, the goals we set change, and all of these other things. And if you're picking up on everything that I'm talking about, I'm talking about change and I'm talking about worthiness. And your worthiness does not change based on anything, anyone or any circumstance. Because our identity, our value, and our worth is in Jesus. So, um, I didn't understand that when I first got saved. And like I said, it is, I'm going to say I'm a WIP. Um, You might be also, which is just, I'm a work in progress where, you know, God is doing this work in my heart and, and he still, I feel like once, once one layer of, uh, 
of the old person, you know, the old thought patterns, old things that come up. And once I think that that's been dealt with, which it has on the cross, but you know, still that work of sanctification, still living in this world, still dealing with that battle that goes on within our minds and in our hearts. And, um, the, to the believer, we're just even more, we're more keen on what that is. Um, we're more discerning that that's the war that's actually going on where, you know, people that are in the world, they don't even know that they're in a fight. They don't even know. Um, but every time a layer gets peeled off, I feel like another layer is like, oh man, that's there too, God. And as God is, is doing this work in my heart and doing this work in my life. And as I'm speaking to people who are saved and who aren't saved, it's so much comes back to, if we don't know Jesus, we really don't know anything. We think we do. But what was that old like MTV like series? Like I'm I'm showing that I'm a <laughs> I'm a I'm a millennial born in the 80s. So there you have it. But you remember that show was on MTV and it was called True Life. And it was like, you think you know, but you have no idea. This is the true life of, and it would be whatever that person is. Um, and they were just kind of letting you in on the behind the scenes, this, you know, this celebrity that was out and they would tell, take you behind the scenes of what it was like to do the job that they did if they were entertainer or whatever. And I feel like when we're, when we're faced with all the different things that we're faced in this life and in this world and, and we start, we start thinking that we know things we really don't. And when we don't know Jesus, we really don't know that much. And this is no, like no shade to anybody, but we think we know, but we have no idea. We think we know who we are, but we have no idea. And I'm not talking about things that you're good at. I'm not talking about the gifts that God's given, given you, regardless if you use them to honor and glorify and worship him or not. I'm not talking about those things. Those things are going to be there, whether you serve Jesus or not. But I am, I am saying that you know, it's like, you know, if you were always good at something, you're going to be good at that thing. That's not what I'm talking about because people think that their identity is, is in the things that they do also. And those are just different parts of us, but they, they don't take those things away. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about the person that you are in Jesus. And we don't know who we are in Jesus. If we don't know who Jesus is. Um, and this is something that God's just been, you know, just speaking to my heart lately. And as, as I'm speaking to, you know, to other people, it's, it's, it's really evident that, I mean, one, I'm not an expert, so please don't ever hear me say I'm an expert or that I'm perfect or that my stuff doesn't stink because it does like everybody else's. Um, I'm yeah. Side note. That's like a disclaimer, right? I think I say that a lot, <laughs> um, but it's true. But as I'm speaking to other people, especially those that don't believe um, in Jesus, there's a lot of there's a lot of confusion, um, and there's a lot of, you know, I think about before I knew God, and and I thought that my life was wrapped up in what I did, or what degree I got, and what I did with that degree, and you know what I ended up investing in, or or where I had a house, or who, you know, I would, you know, spend the rest of my life with, which I wasn't even really thinking that much about that. I didn't think, you know, of, of becoming a mom as something that God laid on my heart. And there, it was in everything. That's the thing. Like my identity 
was in everything. And before we come to Jesus, I think that a lot of us can relate to that. Our identity is in everything. Our identity and our worth and our value can be mixed up in, in where we work, what um, promotion we were able to get, um, the different ways that you know our self-esteem or ego may have been stroked. We, we tie ourselves to things that don't stand still. And even as believers, I think that you know, we can struggle in that area. And that is the beauty of having a relationship with Jesus and not just saying that we're Christians, but having a relationship with him. I'm talking to myself too. Um, I literally just had a new Bible come into the mail today <laughs> because um, I just, I want to constantly invest in time with God and doing what he's called me to do. And I read my Bible every day, but I was like, you know what? Let me get a new one. Um, let me get a different translation. I'll talk about that um, probably in the next episode because I, God laid some things on my heart for that. Um, but I'm, I don't want this to be too, too long, but I definitely wanted to, um, I just wanted to encourage you and I wanted to point you obviously all the time back to Jesus. And the only way that you're going to have a, a relationship with him is by reading his word and by doing what he says. Um, I'm talking to me too. Um, and that's on a constant, on a daily basis. And I, I read the scripture again this morning and it was, I'll put it in the show notes and it was, do not grow weary doing good work. Don't grow weary in doing, don't, don't grow weary in growing, in growing in God, going towards God and doing the different things that he's called you to do. But you can't know that if you're not spending time with him. So I just want to encourage you in that. I wanted to remind you that your worth is not in what you do, what you will do, or what you have done. Your value is not placed in where you live, how much money you have, how much you weigh, how old or how young you are, who decides that you are valuable. And that was Jesus. He was willing to die for you. And not just that reading again this morning, which I love the scripture so much because that's that's a lot better than me trying to quote off the top of my head because my paraphrasing sometimes, um, it probably gets lost in translation. No pun. Well, that was kind of a pun, but let me find it because I had to, um, so this is Psalms 139, 13 through 16. I'm going to read from the NLT and this is a new living translation. It says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Man, right? <laughs> um, so this isn't this like David is not talking about his self-esteem. He's not talking about his self-worth. He's talking about how amazingly he was made and created by God. That's where your worth is. That's where your value is. Don't let this world get it twisted for you. Don't twist it for yourself. Get in God's word so you can hear God's thoughts about you. 
in who he says that you are. And just remember you were made and you were created and you were made with value regardless if this world ever, ever, ever told you or will ever tell you. So I love that our value is not wrapped up in us because we would be limited to our self-esteem. We would be limited to the limits that are on us, you know, just from being humans, just from being around other humans that also fail. Um, so I just want to leave you with that. Um, so I left a, um, what do you call it? A survey on the last episode. You can go back and just click on the link for that survey. Um, actually, you know what? You don't even have to do that. I'll put it in the show notes for this um, episode because I just wanted to hear more about what I could, um, what resources I could create um, specifically with the different things that you may be um, wondering about or or maybe what you want to hear a perspective on, um, any of those things. So it's a super short survey. I think it's like five questions. And then, um, there's a little suggestion box. (laughs) Um, so you can just, you know, let me know if there is something that you would want to talk about. So you don't even have to email me. All you have to do, um, you can email me, but you can go ahead and click on that link. It's just a Google form and you can take that survey. I would really, really appreciate it just so I know how to, um, just to serve those that are listening to this podcast better. Um, and in a way that will reach you in the best way. So until next time, what will you steward well?